Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. right ladies and gentlemen good morning you are waking up with tss fantasy i had to throw that sunday morning music in there from cbs always love that intro just had to get it in there somehow all right Let's start with our introductions. We got a busy week three ahead of us. I hope you got your coffee ready, your lineups or questions ready, because we're about to get this thing popped off. Let's start with our introductions, and there's not uh, nobody else brave enough to wake up other than our very dear friend, Dr. Jeffrey Miller. Welcome to the studio. Thank you, my friend. Good morning, TSS family. Today on the house call... Number one, which running back will Jason and I never take with our first pick again? And number two, who is Brett Hundley? Uh-huh. All right, that's good. All right, that's the the latter is a definitely interesting uh, question to bring up, especially early this morning. Maybe we can make that a uh, trivia question as we start the show. <laughs> All right. Uh, as a reminder, um, we are the fantasy show of the people. So visit us, tssfantasy.com, for all our interactive fun. You can also visit us on all the social media network. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, you know, again, the TikTok's kind of new for me, so just kind of apologize for what's going on in that hot mess. But um, we appreciate your interactions. We appreciate your questions. Uh, we had someone the other night during the show bring up a, a trade question, so please Bring them in. We we love it. We love interacting with you all. Um, and don't forget, we're proud members of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Visit bellyupsportspodcastnetwork.com. Again, not easy to say, especially early in the morning. Uh, visit them. All of the uh, great podcasts they have, um, from racing to wrestling to basketball, everything under the sun, they have it for you there. So please visit us there and visit those shows. And as proud members of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, 
don't forget, you can visit us on Unhinged Radio 24-7, 8 8 to 9 a.m. every morning. Make us part of your morning commute. We are the fantasy show of the people. All right. After I got all that rambling done, one last plug. We do have our website up uh, for our merchandise. So it's bonfire.com. Our current campaign is TSS Fantasy Looking Good in the Hood. Um, it was like our first uh, campaign I threw up there. So it's just a, a shirt and some tank tops. However, I'm starting to realize that maybe uh, some of the things I ordered aren't getting to folks till the end of October. So I might have to throw in some long sleeve shirts in there for you as well. Uh, because I have everything set up for the summer, like a dumbass. All right, again, waking up with us and waking up with the kids as well. As we begin, let's start with a Dr. Miller house call. The doctor is in now. Yes. All right. Good morning, TSS family. Good morning to you, sir. Welcome to the studio. So I want to highlight an error of mine earlier in the week, and I'm going to do my best to give the TSS family current and medically accurate information, but I really dropped the ball on Tua Tagovailoa earlier in the week. I said it was being diagnosed as a bone bruise, not a fracture, and that was good news. And since then, we saw Wednesday's report, and... Um, Clearly, I was incorrect. This is a fracture. He's been placed on the IR, and he's going to miss at least three games with this rib injury. So uh, if you listened to my last house call, disregard everything I said about Tua, put him on the bench. Well, Abby, to be fair to you, when you we did do that, that's what the word was. It wasn't until after that show till that report came out. So you, you're good. They, didn't, they actually did a um, scan at the stadium and found nothing. And then apparently as the practice went on, they went and had another test done, and then they found the fracture. So, no, we're we're with you, bro. It's all good. But Let's we did start. want to start out tonight with a big, big fantasy news on CMC. That's where we want to go because that was the um, that one just happened the other night. And so, what are your thoughts on CMC um, going forward this season? You know, and again, we had a long conversation about him way in the early beginning because of what happened to me last year with him. Um, and unfortunately, it, it's come to bit some people uh, already in 2021. What are your thoughts on CMC? Yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, we talked about certain injuries lending themselves to becoming more chronic. Things that you don't treat and get over, but rather that you manage. And some of these management injuries will linger for an entire season. Unfortunately, I think that's what CMC is dealing with with this hamstring injury. Doesn't look like it's going to be season ending at this point, but it certainly may be season affecting and season limiting. Absolutely going to miss a couple of weeks, but I don't expect that when he does return, he's going to be in his pre-injury form. Yeah, um, you know, I I talked about it during, um, you know, when it happened on the show, you know, I I forget what show it was, whatever show we did afterwards, we talked about the hamstring. Um, And the fact is that I've personally have had hamstring issues excuse me, and I've tore, you know, I must have strained mine, not tore, excuse me, I must have strained mine, I don't know, maybe three or four years ago, and it's still every now and again, if I'm like sprinting, I can feel a little tug back there, like, oh, okay, be a little careful. So 
to me, what's what's I don't want to say scary, but um, concerning is that that type of injury, it makes you almost afraid to sprint um, because you're like, if you full go, oh, did I just injure myself again? Um, so that's one of those things that, again, it's very concerning for him going uh, forward. And, you know, we, I know you don't like the label. Well, we brought it up. Could we be trending to injury prone with CMC? It's certainly possible. All right. I know more about the, the anatomy of the hamstrings just because. Please. Yeah, please. So we've got a number of different hamstring tendons and four of them in particular cross right behind the knee. When the leg is swinging, as it was in the case of his injury, if you had an opportunity to watch the video, when the leg is swinging forward during that swing phase of the run, the last couple degrees, it starts to decelerate. And that deceleration is controlled by those hamstring tendons. And if anybody's taking anatomy right now, the tendons we're referencing are the semimembranosus, the semitendinosus, and biceps femoris. And those contract really powerfully as the lower leg finishes swinging right before striking the ground. And that's where it appears to have occurred during that terminal swing phase right before the foot hit the ground. So, um, again, very concerned with him. I picked him first in one of our drafts. And I picked him first despite your experience last year. And I actually heard on a subsequent show after you picked Derrick Henry first that somebody asked why you didn't pick CMC. So call him up and say, this is why I didn't pick CMC. <laughs> right. Well, not only that, it also helped that uh, Derrick Henry went the hell off last week. So it makes me look smart. But again, it's early in the season. We got a long way to go. So, <laughs> all right. Um, I don't know how you have the uh, – I apologize. I didn't get with you how you have the – the house call set up this week, but I did do the due diligence of typing in, um, you know, those that are listening can't see, but those are watching can see. I typed in um, all the injuries um, in each by position. So if you, if you have it set up there, great. If not, we'll just run with it. But you mentioned two is out. Andy Dalton's also out. So if you have them in your starting lineup, make sure you take them out, but please proceed, sir. Yeah, I'm not sure there's anything else to say about Andy Dalton. We talked about him earlier in the week. Bone bruise in his knee, ruled out for today. Probably going to be medically cleared to return next week, but that might be more dependent on how Justin Fields plays than on his medical status. So Andy Dalton, not a whole lot new to say about him. About Lamar Jackson, and then we'll get on to Carson Wentz because every week we talk about Carson Wentz. (laughs) Lamar Jackson, despite four players on the Ravens being on the COVID list, Jackson's illness is currently being cited as non-COVID related. Although he missed practice Thursday, he did practice on Friday. So I don't expect Lamar to miss anything. He should be on the field ready to play today. Safe pick for today. Yeah, interesting. And a good matchup for him, too. Um, but you did mention some other players out. Um, you know, so tackle has just uh, been ruled out as well. Um, so might play into, the, play into that uh, game flow as well. All right, let's talk about our favorite resident on the house call, Carson Wentz. He lives here. Yeah, so he sprained both of his ankles, or as you described, he sprained all of his ankles last (laughs) week. And I know we have some new listeners today, so I want to highlight a little bit of the anatomy of ankle sprains because he's got two different types of ankle sprains on both of his ankles. We've got the very common um, lateral collateral ligament ankle sprain. These are the ligaments that connect your lower outer leg bone to your foot and ankle muscles. They're called the anterior talofibular ligament, the posterior talofibular ligament, and the calcaneofibular ligament. A lot of words just describe <laughs> the structures that give the outside of your ankle stability. Most people, when they've had an ankle sprain in their life, when they've stepped off a curb funny or landed on somebody's foot after jumping, they affect 
those ligaments. One of his ankles, and I, I believe it's his left, has a standard lateral ankle sprain. That by itself isn't going to limit him significantly today. On the inside of his ankle, although he didn't sprain the inside of his ankle, we have our medial collateral ligaments or our deltoid ligaments. They provide a similar style of stability to the inside of the ankle that the lateral collateral ligaments provide to the outside. The inside ligaments are a little stronger and take more force to sprain. So for Carson Wentz, those are okay. His second ankle sprain on the right ankle is what they call or classify as the high ankle ligament sprain. This is a spraining of the ligaments that connect the two lower leg bones to one another. So whereas those collateral ligaments we mentioned a moment ago connect the lower leg to the ankle bones, the syndesmotic ligament or the high ankle ligament connects those two lower leg bones. And it's got a very different mechanism of injury. When the foot's planted on the ground and the lower leg comes forward, that creates a force that separates or hypermobilizes those two lower leg bones. And so that's what he's managing right now on the right ankle, which is the most concerning injury uh, of the two. So according to Wentz, he quote, threw the kitchen sink at his ankle in rehab this week. Been a clinician for 15 years. I, I'm not exactly sure what throwing the kitchen sink at an ankle looks like, but that's what he says he did. And he's officially a game time decision. Now, that's the official word, right? Now, that sounds good. It sounds optimistic. And, and I'm happy for him that he's optimistic. But if he was going to play, why did the Colts activate practice quarterback Brett Huntley off the practice squad? That, that tells me right there they have no intention of him playing. Best case scenario, he hobbles around for a few series. Worst case scenario, he ends up injuring this and out for the season. Right. And that's my, as you know, as you're talking about that, and as we know, the, that injury, it doesn't make any sense for them to throw him out there um, early on an ankle sprain. That makes no sense at all. Um, you know, they could be dealing with that all season long um, if he ends up. So, um, again, I think he'll he'll probably end up being ruled out. It makes sense for him to be ruled out at this point. It's way too early in the season to risk your whole season over it. All right, we're going to move on to running backs. Um, we've got plenty on the docket here, um, but a few that are just out. Um, Tevin Coleman has been ruled out. So just uh, in case you were planning on starting him, I highly doubt you were. But Sony Michelle, <laughs> excuse me, not Sony Michelle. Anyway, Michael Carter would be the guy in New York uh, if you want to start somebody in their backfield. All right, who you got on your house call at running back? Let's start with Dalvin Cook, only because he's got the same mechanism of injury that we just referenced with Carson Wentz. Um, watching him get hit the other day, I was a little worried about the injury at first, but I was super encouraged that he walked off the field. Um, and again, this is another hypermobility or overstretch injury of that syndesmotic ligament connecting the two lower leg bones. He is incredibly fortunate to have his status today as questionable. He did miss practice Wednesday and Thursday, um, but I sense optimism from the team reports. Now, if he plays, this could go one of a couple of ways. Either it was just a super mild grade one and he's good to go. However, if he plays, I am a little worried he's going to worsen this. Kind of like you said, is it worth playing somebody week three or any time in the first half of the season if it means you're going to lose them for the entirety of the second half of the year? So, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, I'm optimistic he's going to see some snaps, but that doesn't mean he's 100%. Agreed. And if I would hope if you have Dalvin Cook, you have Madison, so you're ready to go if he ends up not being there. Uh, but if not, definitely monitor that situation going forward. Who else you got? So we've talked about groin injuries quite a bit. seems like there's a number of players managing groin injuries. DeAndre Swift managing one for a while since the offseason, and it doesn't seem to be going away. He's listed as questionable. He's been playing through it. But like we mentioned a couple of weeks ago on the show, those inner leg groin muscles – are active regardless of what you do. So just by a function of him playing, it is not getting better. And we may see this just like we talked about with CMC being a management issue throughout the season. So questionable, optimistic he plays, but but it is a little bit concerning. Yeah, not the best matchup for them anyway. So uh, I would definitely um, you know stay away from Swift today regardless. Um, how about Daryl <clears throat> Henderson? I wanted to bring him up only because of his – he's been, I know, on a lot of people's minds this week because of the rib injury, and now that two is out, um, you know, I didn't – his is more of a bruise, I believe, not a fracture. Um, so wondering um, your thoughts and if he will go today. So I don't have a whole lot to add to what you said. Questionable is the official word. Rib bruise, not fracture. We can play with, with a rib bruise. Um, it's painful but that's what pads are for. So I expect him to go. Um, and I'm sorry, I got some worries about your Dolphins. I mean, this is just rough. They're, they're not able to protect Tua. They're not going to be able to protect Jacoby. I think that's his backup. Um, I just have a lot of worries about that team right now, whether Henderson plays or not. Yeah, Hen- Henderson, and- luckily for Henderson, he's on the Rams, so he doesn't have to deal with the uh, Dolphins. But <laughs> – I'm so sorry. No, it's all good. Um, yeah, so uh, again, with the plain paint thing, the thing I would monitor, they're playing the Tampa Bay Bucks. I mean, it's not the it's not an easy defense to play, nonetheless, against the run. So I'd be, you know, he's probably gonna be on a pitch count regardless. So I would definitely monitor and watch him um, you know, today. And also just to mention too, Eli Mitchell looks to be doubtful today. Um, so I'm not really even sure who's going to be the running back carry on Johnson. They, they activated off the practice squad. Who knows who the running, I would stay away from the 49ers, uh, running backs at all. Um, anyone else you got running back wise on the house call? Uh, Josh Jacobs, doubtful, nothing that we haven't already talked about. Yeah, that's interesting. He's still, going on with this injury it's uh, so for Kenyon people who drafted Kenyon Drake although he hasn't stepped up yet I mean not it's been a good been a good pick so far because I don't know where Josh Jacobs is um let's move on a receiver Antonio Brown is out um due to some COVID issues Dante Johnson also out with a knee and Russell Gage is out um we do have some guys who are still questionable um this week um who you got on your house call for receiver we can get lotion. So I'm managing a medical issue right here at my house as we speak. My daughter has an elbow boo-boo. Oh. Getting her some lotion soon. All oh, right. Well, sweetheart, can you wave? They can't see your wave or they can't hear your wave, but they can see it. So wide receivers. 
I, I'm not sure as you were setting this up if you mentioned DeAndre Hopkins by name. Didn't practice Friday officially a game-time decision. Uh, another rib issue. Now, here's my thoughts on him, and this is more your wheelhouse than mine, but I don't expect much from him because, number one, Kyler Murray's been a monster. And number two, they're playing the Jags. So if he's questionable, why why put him on the field when you're when you're playing the Jags? Right. No, agreed. Um, you know, I know some of these guys have, you know, stat-laden um, stuff in their contract, so maybe he pushes himself out there, but I agree. Why worry about it? It's the Jaguars. You could, you know, I could go out there and catch a few balls and we'll be fine. Sure. <laughs> Who else you got for receiver? How about Marquise Brown? Uh, listed as questionable, but he practiced Friday, and so that's super encouraging. Um, I do see him playing. You know, Lamar Jackson's going to want him on the field, and Lamar's not feeling 100% either. It's one of his favorite targets, and they got a favorable matchup today against the Lions, D. Yeah, they have a great matchup, and in fact, like, um, you know, the Lions offense has been decent, so they may end up being in a situation they have to throw. So you're right. I think um, if he does play, he's going to be a good play today. Who else you got at receiver? We got two more questionable at receiver. Nothing really to add to what's currently circulating. Kenny Galladay, questionable with his hip. Daryl Mooney, questionable with his groin. Um. That, that's really the extent to what I have to say about those. Really no insider information to either one of them. Yeah, we, we talked about the groin earlier, and we talked about it on our previous shows. And again, you know, it, it affects everything that you're doing. So, you know, that's a it's a big muscle, especially for a skilled position um, to be injured. Um, and real quick in tight ends, I do have Fersker out. I don't know who really is going to start first or anyway. And Edmund Ingram still with this calf muscle. It's been lingering since the beginning of the season again. You know, it's the same thing with Evan Ingram that it is every year. It's like if he plays, we'll see what happens. Anyone else that you want to close out the house call with, my friend? No, I think I'm being summoned to uh, go do a little bit of pain relief on the elbow, boo-boo. All righty. See, the doctor is always in no matter when. He's here to take care of elbow boo-boos too as well. All right. We appreciate you. You guys have a wonderful Sunday and enjoy your day. Thank you for waking up with TSS Fantasy. Hey, Flander fans. This is Nick, you got Flander from TSSFantasy.com. Do you ever find yourself needing financial help and don't know where to turn and you live in the New York area? Well, Shelton Financial Management LLC is your answer because they do all of the following. Audits, reviews, and in addition to bookkeeping, business consulting, tax prep, and much, much more, they do it all. To contact them for your financial business needs, you can find Shelton Financial Management LLC right here on Facebook or directly at the following number 585-376-0574 and on the web at Shelton Financial Management LLC.com. Shelton Financial Management LLC is our number one pick for our financial needs. All right, let's get on to the games today, and let's start with the weather report. So pretty much it is going to be a bright, sunshiny day. I mean, I threw this in there because later on in the season, this is going to be very relevant. 
Um, I know right now it's not as relevant, being that the weather's very nice. But anyway, we'll just run through it. Today at Buffalo, it's going to be partly cloudy, 60 degrees, winds at 14 miles an hour, so maybe a bit of a windy day there. Um, not Nothing crazy, though. Bears at the Browns, 69. Starting to get a little chilly. I mean, I'm already sweating out here on my back porch, so think, that must be fun, Cleveland. Um, the winds there, also 14 miles an hour. We have the Colts at Titans, 71, but clear. Um, winds there are four miles an hour, so a very calm, cool day there. Um, we also have the Chargers at Chiefs, 78 degrees, a clear day, which is nice. Um, winds are at four miles an hour. Chargers at the Chiefs and Arrowhead, 78, clear, 16 mile an hour winds there. So if you have Butker or um, any other kicker, it might, might be an issue there at that game. Who knows? Um, we had the Saints at the Patriots. That's 73. It is also clear. Um, pretty much you're getting the gist. Every game is clear. There's no real threat of rain. Um, there is a bit of wind um, in some games, but nothing crazy. Um, there was a mostly cloudy designation for the Cowboys game um, on Monday night. Um, but, the, you know, that's also a... Um, they can also close the stadium, if anything. So I think what uh, what basically I'm about to tell you is the weather has nothing to do with fantasy today, so it is completely irrelevant. All righty, so let's move on. We're going to go talk about some of the games we didn't get to on our last show. Um, we're going to talk about Seattle versus Minnesota. Um, now, that in particular for me is that uh, – we're going to pick a game each week um, that instead of calling it the Fantasy Bonanza, we're going to call it Commissioner's Coopers Exciting, Exhilarating, Something, Something, Point, Extravaganza. And I even have uh, a whole little thing for it. So this will be that for me today, the Exciting Fantasy Extravaganza. <laughs> It's horrible that I made it up, and I still don't even know what the hell it's called. All right, so today in this matchup, Russell Wilson, I have in my number three quarterback, Chris Carson at number nine, uh, DK Metcalf at number eight, Tyler Lockett at number 18, uh, Kirk Cousins on the other side, uh, number 14, Dalvin Cook at number three, Justin Jefferson, number five, and Adam Thielen at 15. And the bottom line is both these defenses are among the worst in the league. Um, so again, when you have two high powered offenses going against two not high powered defenses, um, this is going to be a great fantasy day. So if you have anybody, anybody on either of these teams, make sure you bring them in your lineup. This is going to be the day to have them in there. Um, I said foresee a big day. And today on the Seattle side, I know Tyler Lockett has had uh, some, has a great start this season. He's been pretty much the big play guy where last year DK Metcalf was the big play guy. But this is what I'm going to deem as get right Sunday. I think A.J. Brown, for example, we'll give him that later when we talk about rankings. But I think he's going to have a big day today. I like DK Metcalf. It's just the law of averages. It's just the way things go sometimes. We could sit here and analyze things to death. But the fact is, it's just the ebb and flow of things. 
A.J. Brown's been a little off. It makes sense that he's going to have a big explosive day-to-day. Same with D.K. Metcalf in a game where, again, the defenses are just non-existent. We talked about Dalvin Cook earlier with Dr. Miller. There is some concern there. So, again, if you have Madison, definitely make sure you're, you're ready to plug him in. And, in fact, if you have Madison and not Dalvin Cook, you might have some, you know, questions in your lineup later, like who should I put ahead of him? Um, who should I, you know, who can I put Madison ahead of? Um, so, you know, we might go through that a little bit as we talk about our rankings, who I'd put, you know, Madison in ahead, ahead of, which is a lot of people today because, again, this is going to be a, a great matchup fantasy-wise. Um, Justin Jefferson, like to see him have a big day today, so I would watch out. I'm not as high on feeling today. This is going to be a Justin Jefferson day because I think it's just going to be a big, explosive, offensive day. So, again, anybody in the Minnesota-Seattle matchup, please make sure you play them. Um, this is going to be a big day for that. All right, let's move on to a, you know, this is, to me, the game of the day today. Um, I'm just excited to watch it. I don't know if, uh, you know, how fantasy relevant it will be uh, because of the two great defenses that are on the field. However, you know, we know how those games go sometimes. They might end up being exact opposite. You think might might just be an offensive explosion today. Who knows? We got the Bucks and Rams. Um, you know, and again, this could be a preview to what it what could be the NFC Championship. You got Tom, terrific Brady, and I just don't understand, you know, when this guy is ever just going to slow the hell down. I'm tired of watching it, to be quite frank. No, I'm kidding. Tom Brady, number 10 I got this week. Even though the Rams defense is really uh, a great defense, they're ranked number 24 versus the pass, surprisingly, when I looked, looked that up. So I was like, well, Tom Brady still could end up having a decent day today. Let's face it, they've been on fire. Mike Evans, number 12 I have this week. Um, I know he had a decent day last uh, last week. So to me, um, you know, that just means the favor it goes to Chris Godwin this week. Um, like to see him um, a lot this week. I have him at number seven. I think he's going to be the guy because Antonio Brown is out. So, you know, now it's just him. Or a sleeper in this game, somebody if you, you know, I don't know why you would need it, but if you're really hurt and just happen to draft a lot of players that are, end up hurt today, Scotty Miller could be that guy. Could be that little sneaky guy that comes in today, be the dark horse. So if you're fan, playing daily fantasy as well, I don't know how many of you do that, but somebody consider because I'm sure you can get him really cheap. Um, so I like Scotty Miller um, this today too. Um, Gronk, of course, I got him number four. Um, you know, again, we talked about him in the off season. Um, it, when he came in this particular year, was he going to be in shape? Was he going to be the Gronk that started last year? Or was he going to be a Gronk that ended last year? And it certainly seems to be the latter as he has just been gangbusters, um, this year. So yeah, like him number four, it's yeah, I'm not afraid if you're getting the sense here, I'm not afraid to start of my bucks against this Rams D. If I have a running back, I am afraid. But I, you know, you if I had a running back, I'd be afraid already. So to be quite frank, I wouldn't play any of the Bucks running backs um, today at all. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, I get it. 
I used to be the one planning my day around finding a bathroom and living in fear of an accident. I tried the pills and pads, but they just weren't working for me. If you're living like I was, it's time to find an expert physician and ask them about Axonics therapy. It's not another drug. It's an advanced therapy that is proven to provide lasting relief for overactive bladder. Still not sure? You can even try it first to make sure it works for you. You're not alone and you don't have to put up with this anymore. You just have to take the first step towards finding real relief. Visit findrealrelief.com to find a bladder specialist. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonics therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. So on the other side, L.A. Rams, Matt Stafford, uh, number 13 quarterback today. Um, the Bucks are, again, they're good. They're number seven versus the pass. So uh, very, very stout um, defense against the pass. But Matt Stafford, again, he is, you know, he's, <laughs> I, I end up doubting him, and he ends up, you know, proving me wrong every time, looking, looking pretty decent. Now, Henderson, we talked about him just a minute ago with Dr. Miller. I have him ranked 20th if he goes. Um, again, on a pitch count, you have a really good uh, Bucks D, um, but they're not great uh, against. Or excuse me, they are great against the run. Um, so I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't play uh, Henderson today because you got a very stout uh, run defense on the Buck side, and him with his hurt ribs. I mean, get a few shots to the ribs today, and he's going to be, uh, you know, hey, Sony Michelle. Let, come in, bro. I can't do this. Um, so again, and game flow may dictate. I talked about the Rams D. Isn't that great against the pass? Bucks may end up uh, making it to where they can't run the football today. So who knows? We might, who knows what we might see out of that today. Um, so again, good matchup. Um, Going to be the game of the day, I think, and I'm excited to watch it. Um, but you know, again, I would definitely um, have no problem starting any of my Buccaneers. Um, I forgot to mention. I'm sorry, Cooper Cup. I have 14th. And Robert Woods at 28. I mean, you got to get a Koopa Cup, Cup of Koopa, whatever you want. This guy's been great all season long. Um, so in that particular matchup, something we just came about. I'm sorry I was stumbling a little bit because there was a little comment entered in here. So we got a fan question. Yay, that's great. John, he would like to know, is it Daniel Jones at Atlanta or do, do I go Aaron Rodgers at San Fran? Um whew. Tough call there because of, you know, it's Aaron freaking Rodgers. Everyone knows you're the show. I love Aaron Rodgers, um, but a tough matchup against the 49ers. And I love Daniel Jones against Atlanta. And, you know, he's the number five QB right now. So, you know, I don't hate to be, you know, that guy to tell you something. I mean, you know, it's always, I always say lean on the guy that's usually ranked higher and, and, you know, because then you'll feel better later about it. You're like, oh, but on this particular case, I think you can risk it. Risk it, no risk it, no biscuit, whatever the phrase is they're using this year. This is uh, from where I would risk something. I would go Daniel Jones against Atlanta. That porous Atlanta defense is uh, definitely somebody I would definitely start against all day long. Thanks for that, John. I appreciate it. Um, all right, let's go to the Sunday night affair, the Green Bay Packers at the San Francisco 49ers. Um, you know, this is, again, another good game. It's nice that it's on Sunday night. 
Um, so we just brought up Aaron Rodgers. Nice segue there. I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even plan that out. That was good. Aaron Rodgers. I do have him ranked number nine. I mean, he's going to top 10, you know, every week because it's still, it's Aaron Rodgers. Um, so you never know what you might get. Is it game one? Is it game two version? We'll see. Um, Aaron Jones at number eight. Um, Devontae Adams at number four. Robert Tunyon at 13. You know, again, I'm not sure he's going to have the best day. Um, and on the 49er side, don't have high uh, hopes for Jimmy G at number 23. Not that um, Green Bay does have a decent, they're kind of middle-of-the-road defense. Um, but, again, I can't have confidence when, um, you know, you have Trey Lance just sitting on the side and who knows, they might do the two-quarterback thing. I just wouldn't have confidence starting someone who may um, end up splitting some time or getting some attempts taken away um, because they're working the new guy in. So, uh, yeah, I'm not real high on Jimmy G. Um, Kittle, though, I have number six. This could be one of those, you know, he hasn't had, you know, and again, if you listen to us earlier, we told you this is somebody to stay away from um, because of his lack of touchdown production and the questions on the on the offense in general. However, I do like him today. I think today would be a day to start start him. Not that you're not going to start him because let's let's face it, in the tight ends, um, there's not much else going on. So um, you definitely were going to start him anyway, but I do like him today. Um, I think you'll have a decent day out of him again get right Sunday. Just remember that that's going to be a theme this week. You're going to be seeing those players pop up today. Oh yeah, that's right. Get, get right Sunday. Commissioner Cooper told me first Debo Samuel number 17 this week. You know, again, he's been uh, money, but again, you know, who knows who, who knows may step up um, this week from that uh, 49ers offense. Um, It's been very interesting. Carry on Johnson. I mentioned him earlier. Could be a little sneaky play today if they end up putting him on the field. You know, he's has got some explosiveness and let, let the land of opportunity is what what this presents for him. I mean, there's if there's going to be a time where carry on Johnson can make an imprint, it'd be today with it looks like uh, Eli Mitchell not going today. So this could be that day for you, my friend. So get ready to step up. And real quick, we'll go on to Monday night because usually when we do the Monday night shows, it's during the show. So we'll just talk about it real quick, do a little pregame for that one. Jalen Hurts I have this week at number eight. Um, you know, again, the uh, Dallas defense um, has been okay uh, to start the season, but I like Jalen Hurts um, a lot, and he is at number eight for me. Um, Devonta Smith at number 18. Last week didn't really show up as much, um, but again, um, you know, this offense just got fine in itself. So, again, I would like to see him uh, step up a little bit more on Monday night. Uh, Miles Sanders at number 17. Um, so, you know, again, how much are they going to use uh, Gainwell? But it looks like uh, Boston Scott is not going to play. Um, so it's going to be the Gainwell um, and Sanders show. So we'll see how much, um, how much, uh, how more attempts that Miles Sanders will get versus Gainwell on this matchup. So on the Dallas side, um, against a surprisingly good Eagles defense, but I like Prescott a lot uh, this week. Um, I like Zeke. He's at 11 for me. Um, and Pollard at 31. So listen, I've been trying not to address this situation because I hate that it's happening. Um, because, you know, for fantasy perspective, um, it's, it's not good. You know, you're, you have a, if you drafted Zeke or, or, you know, just playing fantasy football in general, it's not fun getting in these timeshares and you don't know who's going to go and who's going to be the guy each week. But, you know, it's mentioned, I know if you watch any sports show, that 
Cowboys offense, and if you just watch football, it runs smoother with Tony Pollard in there. So uh, I don't know what they're going to do, but he's definitely eating into those carries a little bit. So that's um, going to be interesting to see what they do going forward. However, I still like Zeke. He's still the better running back. He does well with the blocking a lot now, too. Um, so, you know, again, uh, I, have, I have big, big reservations for Zeke this week. All right, C.D. Lamb, number 13 I have this week. Um, again, Philly's defense been kind of uh, surprisingly good. But I think this is going to be a shootout on Monday night. This is what I think we're going to see here. Um, I got uh, Cooper at number 11. This is going to be an all-around decent um, fantasy game and can prove for somebody a Monday night miracle, which would be amazing for some people. All right, we're going to take a quick break. I have a couple more um, fan questions for lineups, and then we'll just talk about, go through some rankings and some guys I like and I don't like. And we'll be right back. TSS Fantasy. As you know, I am a jokester, but one of the things I'm serious about is the health of my car. When my car is not working properly, I take it to the Auto Clinic in St. Cloud, Florida. Anytime my brakes or AC needs to be repaired or I just need general maintenance, I take it directly to the Auto Clinic, where they take care of all my auto needs. They are a complete auto repair shop. If you need repairs done to your vehicle, the Auto Clinic is the place. It can be found at 1524 13th Street, St. Cloud, Florida, 347-692-8104-to-schedule-an-appointment. Who wrote in? This is an email. Um, it was a flex question for PPR um, in between Javonta Williams at the Jets or versus Jets, James Robinson versus the Cardinals, or Jalen Waddle versus the Raiders. <clears throat> so um, I would stay away from Waddle today, um, only because who knows who Jacoby Brissett's favorite guy is going to be today? Um, could it be Will Fuller? Could it be a Gasecki? Who knows? Um, you know, and, and again, when you have a guy who went uh, through forty the ball forty times and amounted all but a hundred hundred and something sixty something yards, whatever it was, um, I'm just not expecting a lot fantasy wise. So I would just rule out Jalen Waddle. At a long story short, um, Javonta Williams um, against the Jets is interesting um, because of the Jets' um, defense, but it's actually pretty decent um, against the run. Um, and James Robinson um, against Arizona, um, I think I would just lean on him, although, and again, we, we go to the first two games, didn't really do much, finding himself in this Urban Meyer offense, or maybe Urban Meyer is really just trying to find him. Um, but again, I'm going to hit the theme music. If I, if I had some, it's Get Right Sunday, and this is going to be the Get Right game from James Robinson. So I would go James Robinson in your flex and a PPR. All right, Lily. We have a Lily in the building. She has a defensive question. Um, Ravens versus Detroit or Bills at Washington. Um, interesting to say the least because obviously um, both of these defense have some good matchups. I like Baltimore um, 
although there's some little bit of turmoil this week with their uh, with the team with the COVID situation. And let let's not let's be real about it. Detroit's offense is pretty decent. Um, Jared Goff's been a surprise. So, um, and Ravens been a little susceptible to the pass. So, um, I think I might lean more toward the Bills um, on this particular matchup. Again, with uh, uh, Heineke, you're not really sure what you're going to get with him. Um, and it's and the Bills D looks really, really nasty this year. So, uh, Lily, I would start the Bills D over the Ravens. Although um, I can't ever pick a defense correctly, so who the hell knows if I'm right. All right, let's go to our last fan question from Ron. Um, It's a half PPR league, so preface with that. Um, Interesting guy. He's bringing up Sterling Shepard versus versus Atlanta or Debo Samuel versus the Packers. Um, Debo Samuel's been lights out so far this season. Great play so far. You would think against the Packers, you know, it would be a good start um, because they may need to air it out to stay with Aaron. But I mentioned how the Niners defense has been pretty decent versus the pass. Um, so it may not end up being uh, gameplay, may not end up game flow, excuse me, may not dictate that. So, uh, again, going back to the Daniel Jones conversation we had earlier versus Atlanta, I like that matchup a lot. And his favorite guy has been Sterling Shepard thus far. Although I'm going to say if Kenny Galladay's plays, going right back to the theme, again, get right Sunday. Get ready for Kenny Galladay to have a good day too. Um, but I think you can start Sterling Shepard with confidence uh, regardless, because, uh, you know, again, he's been that number one target. And again, the Atlanta defense has just been just porous to say the least. So again, I would definitely go Sterling Shepard in that particular matchup. All right, let's go over. We're going to talk about our rankings really quick. And by the way, thank you guys very much for those questions. Please email us or during the week, if you have questions, um, let us know on social media. You can always type in during during the show, actually live, uh, see your comments on here. One, one person already did that. Um, so again, Bring in those questions because talking this long is not fun. All right, we're going on to our top 10 quarterbacks this week. Just going to talk about some guys I like and don't like. Obviously, Kyler Murray, number one um, at Jacksonville. Um, you know, again, great matchup uh, for Kyler. I mean, what else can you say? He's been great all season. So, again, he's obviously in my number one. The only thing I'm a little concerned about in that game is, like, what if it ends up, you know, they get up early and then they're like, okay, well, let's just grind it out. But going back to Arizona, that's not who they are. They're going to keep that pedal to the metal. Uh, doesn't matter who it is. And I have a feeling, especially this is like one of those old – these two recent college coaches going at it. Um, Who knows? Maybe uh, Jacksonville finds a spark on offense today. And, you know, that could end up being a fantasy um, extravaganza. So who knows? Um, Pat Mahomes versus the Chargers. That's another good game, I think, this week for fantasy points. So I like him a lot. But again, you know, I'm not telling you anything crazy by telling you to start Pat Mahomes. I mean, it, it kind of goes without saying. Um, again, some guys that might surprise you in there again, Dalen, da- uh, Daniel Jones, like that matchup. I like, I'd like Jalen Hurts for maybe a Monday night miracle against the Dallas defense, um, as well. So there are some, um, some good plays there. It's going on to the second tier, um, quarterbacks. Um, you know, there's some guys in there that I think might have really good days like Ryan Tannehill. Cause I mentioned it's going to be a get right game for AJ Brown. For that to be possible, Ryan Tannehill is going to have a decent day as well. So I have him at, up at number 12. Um, there. I do like uh, Teddy Bridgewater too. Um, I don't know if he'd have a great explosive day because the Jets D actually isn't that bad. Um, but, you know, again, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Opportunity knocks, you know, Cortland Sutton, bring him up on your radar today. He's going to be a good play as well. Some guys I don't like, you know, I put him earlier as a sit-em, Joe Burrow um, against the Steelers. Again, it's the Steelers. They have a great defense. Um, and, you know, I, I, I've seen actually a lot of like stardom, but because their defense has struggled against the pass. But I think it's been more game flow. Um, and this is going to be one of those inner uh divisional rivalry. So I don't see Joe Burrow having a great day today um, at all. And also Jameis Winston um, against the Patriots. We know what Bill Belichick does. Um, you know, he likes to take out and confuse you um, and take out your best weapon. So um, who knows what his best weapon is at this point, which would probably be Kamara um, leaving Jameis Winston to just fling, fling it. And um, their defense is really good. Um, so I would definitely start Patriots D today. And I definitely would sit Jameis Winston for sure. All right, let's take a quick break. We're going to run through the running backs, receivers, tight ends, and defenses real quick, and we'll get you started for our big week three on Sunday. Welcome to the island. Island Peppa skincare products. Love your skin your way. Stop by today at islandpeppaskincare.com to look at our variety of products for both men and women. Because in the islands, the Peppa is always black. The Peppa is always black indeed. All right, let's go to our running backs, our top 10 running backs today. Um, well, again, I had CMC number one at Houston, um, although that didn't turn out to be true. Um, so let's go back to our no, new number one, Derrick Henry at the Colts. Um, you know, had a huge game last week. I like to see that continue. It was literally, you know, I watched that, you know, I don't let any uh, police officers hear this, but I watched that on my drive back. No, I wasn't driving. That's what it was. Um, I, on my drive back from the Dolphin game and, you know, I'm literally like watching them struggle again. And I'm like, man, Tennessee, what's going on with them? And it was literally like, you know, right in the second half, they decided, you know what, bump it. And we're just going to run this damn ball. So, um, I think they found the magic formula for them, which is give the ball to Derrick Henry and then play play action off of that. So I like to see another big day for him, um, against the Colts. Um, Dalvin Cook against Seattle. If he goes again, he's been in and out. So if he goes, I do like him um, in that game. Again, fantasy extravaganza, if you will. Um, so I do like him. Najee Harris um, again versus the Bengals. Uh, I this is gonna. I feel like you know with 
Ben's little left pectoral strain. Um, they might lean on Najee a lot today. Um, he's in on every freaking offensive play, so I don't know how he's not in the starting lineup, but he's somebody I really do like today as well. One last guy I really like who made my top 10 um, is Saquon Barkley. Again, he looked like he had a little, uh, found a little groove last week um, towards the end of that game. It just looked like he was starting to feel more confident. Um, I know that sounds weird to say that, but, you know, again, I mean, even as a therapist, I'm always like judging body language. And that was something I could see from Saquon. He just looked like he was feeling good. Um, and so I like him again against the porous Atlanta um, defense. Um, and we'll go through the second tier or third tiers, if you will. Um, Zeke Elliott, again, someone else I like. I have him at 11 against Philly. Could provide a Monday night miracle for you. Um, you know, we all definitely could use one of those sometimes. Um, Joe Mixon, I got him at 14. Um, I'm not high on Joe this week. Um, the Steelers D, again, very good, very rough, very struggling. Um, this could be the Joe Mixon, I have a hurt toe game where we see him leave. David Montgomery is interesting at Cleveland. Um, you know, he's had the goods and the updates now with the, the enter Justin Fields today. Um, you know, that interesting. I didn't put him, by the way, in my Justin Fields going back to him. He's not in my top um, 30 in quarterbacks this week. And the reason why is because we don't know what this offense is going to do. We don't know how good Justin Fields is. He may provide some, you know, good uh, some decent run play. So he may give you an average uh, ceiling today. I just don't see him going gangbusters against a really stout Browns D. Um, so that makes David Montgomery, moving on to that great segue, um, interesting in the respect of now, how are they going to use him today? Does Cleveland blitz Justin today? Do they throw some screens to offset the blitz? Does Justin just run with it? So lots of questions. That's why I'm, I'm cautiously Cautiously optimistic optimistic on the Bears today. Um, so, you know, it could be interesting to say the least. Um, going, going on further, Tyson Williams, just real quick. I do like him in this matchup, um, being that Lamar might be a little off today. So somebody they might lean on in this particular matchup. And again, um, it's the Lions. So it, it depends on, you know, does Jared Goff and that offense take off again today against a good Ravens D? If not... Tyson Williams, you're going to see a lot of Tyson Williams today. So, uh, again, I like him. Um, I like him today uh, against the Lions. Again, you know, not to pick on the Lions, but defensively, um, just not that great. So, I just think that's a good, could be a good matchup fantasy-wise for him. Javonta Williams. Now, here's a good, here's a a decent guy to bring up because I have him at 21. um, And it's one of those situations where you're looking at it like, okay, so what do I do here? Do I... Oh, it looks like I, am I, what do I get? Do I put in Javonta Williams or do I bring in Melvin Gordon? Which, which of those guys do I bring in? Well, I'm here to tell you, I wouldn't start either of them. And only reason why is because you don't know. And it's going back to the same conversation I had about the 49ers running backs before the season started um, and the uh, Buccaneers receivers. It's that same, you don't know which guy. So, you, I mean, you might be in a situation where you're forced to play them, but if you're not, Sit and wait. Just wait and see how the situation plays out. I mean, who knows? You could sit here and listen to a bunch of different fantasy uh, experts, and they're all going to tell you a different story. Oh, it's going to be his day because of this. I mean, listen, I'm just telling you, sit them the fuck down. Both of them. It doesn't matter. They're Against the Jets, it's exciting, but you just don't know who the hell is going to step up, so don't even bother. Um, Daryl Henderson, real quick, somebody I don't like. 
um, against the Bucks. Um, again, I brought him up earlier. If he does go, I still don't like him. Um, Kenyon Drake as well against the Dolphins, America's team. Um, listen, America's team, the Miami Dolphins, might be an average team, but they're good uh, good defensively. Um, I think they'll shut Kenyon Drake down. This will not be a revenge game, if you will, for Kenyon Drake. All right, let's go on to receivers, and we'll go to our top ten real quick. Some guys that I like and don't like. Now we have DeAndre Hopkins, so make sure you monitor that situation. I have him. Um, I have him up pretty high this week, so just make sure that you watch out playing against the Jags. Um, I'm as I'm looking at my ticker, it looks like I've made some mistakes on here, so don't look at it if you will. <laughs> um, I like um, I like a lot of these guys this week, and again, I talked about AJ Brown. Um, AJ Brown's going to be the guy that this week I really think is going to do really really well. Um, you know, again, you're going against the Colts, but it's like almost like a get right game, get right Sunday. Like I I said earlier, he struggled so far this year. It's a law of averages. AJ Brown's too good of a player, um, to not explode at some point. Did it happen to Derrick Henry last week? Remember the week one, he didn't do anything. Week two, he explodes. So far, it's been two weeks so far for AJ Brown. So when I, when the play action and stuff starts to happen, I think AJ Brown, they're going to lean on today. So I like him a lot today. All right, we're going to go. Let's talk about the rest of the receivers. We have Amari Cooper. I mentioned Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb a minute ago. I like them both in this matchup. Also, Justin Jefferson. I have Adam Thielen down here at 15. Those are both two guys I like. Chase Claypool could be an interesting play today. I should have mentioned him earlier. With Deontay Johnson's injury, um, Chase Claypool is the big play guy. He That definitely elevates him and Juju. Possibly you could see him, James Washington, um, as a um, uh, sleeper today. So there are some, you know, there that injury definitely elevates those receivers. Um, and I like Chase Claypool a lot today. I think he definitely could step up um, big time in that role. Sterling Shepard, we just talked about a minute ago. Allen Robinson, that was who I wanted to bring up. Um, I have him at 21. However, again, opportunity is knocking with two injuries with Mooney's hurt. Um, so they have injuries in their receiving core. It's they're both questionable. So if they both go, you know, who knows what I throw, what I'm saying out the window, if they don't, if they don't, however, opportunity knocks, he's the only guy, pretty big play guy there. Um, so he's going to be the guy they target. Now, could that mean they key up on him and double team? Of course. Uh, but doesn't matter. He's still a great NFL player. And given opportunities, NFL players make big things happen. So I would be cautiously optimistic on um, Allen Robinson today. All right, let's go on to the tight ends. Um, See, we'll go to the top 10. And listen, Darren Waller's my top 10 guy today um, going against America's team, Miami Dolphins. They are horrendous against tight ends. It's been this way. I don't care what coaches come in. It just continues to go on and on and on. It doesn't matter. They're horrible against tight ends. If you have Darren Waller, please start him. If you're in any daily fantasy league, if you want the number one tight end this week, I promise you it's going to be Darren Waller Waller today. Um, Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, we can go through the list. It's kind of the same the, the greatest hits of all these players, you know, all these guys are, are set to have good days. Uh, Kyle Pitts, I do like too. Um, you know, I talked a lot about a minute ago about how uh, the Giants offense looks to play well against the um, Atlanta's defense. 
but also on the same token, Giants defense isn't very good neither. Um, so Atlanta's offense could have a very good day as well. Um, so I like Kyle Pitts today. I think he's, he's going to show out today as well. Um, going through the rest of them, you know, if you're kind of in this territory, you're kind of you're searching for people, but people like Robert Tunyon, not a big fan of today. Gusecki, you know, I was really high on him. So I apologize for that. If I'm going to pat myself on the back for all the things I said, right. Let me make sure I call myself on things I said wrong. He's been awful so far. I mean, obviously the play uh, from Tua and the offense in general, 31st ring offense in the league. I mean, you know, what else can you say to that? Um, But, you know, again, he's definitely struggled today. But again, if my theme, if my theme is get right Sunday, then Mike Isecki could have a good day. See, I just talked myself into that just a second ago. All right. So uh, other than that, Gerald Everett could be a sneaky play today. Um, You know, we've been, He's been kind of teetering on that guy that, you know, hey, he could be, be big in the Seattle offense. Um, today, again, fantasy extravaganza in that game. If you have anyone in that game, I would do it, including um, Gerald Everett. So I, I like him as a sneaky sleeper today. And we're going to close out. We're getting close here. So let's go to the defense. And we'll talk about defense real briefly. Let's go to our top 10. I mean, it's kind of obvious to say if you heard the show um, and you've seen Zach Wilson perform. Obviously, you like the Broncos defense. I kind of goes without saying today. Um, I like them a lot, actually. Cardinals defense. I got them at number seven. Um, they they showed up the first week, didn't show up the second week. An interesting play today. I mean, obviously, you see Jacksonville. You you salivate. Okay, let me jump all over that. However, you know they that Jags offense has shown flashes. Um, this could be again one of those old college type games today. It's just very possible. Um, because of these coaches. So, um, you know, again, I'd caution on the Cardinals D, believe it or not. I even feel weird even saying that. Um, but, you know, something definitely to monitor. It could be one of those games that, um, you know, could be back and forth the crazily enough. You know, you know how the crazy NFL works. Um, just real briefly, I just want to bring up the Bucks and the Rams. I have nine, um, excuse me, I have the Bucks nine, Rams 11. Um, we talked about them earlier when I broke down that game. I wouldn't start either as the, either of the defenses though. Maybe if I was going to do one, maybe the Bucks. Um, you know, but again, this is going to be a defensive, more, or excuse me, more of uh, offensive game than I think people think. Um, so I wouldn't start either defense in this particular matchup. And listen, if you want a good sneaky play today, all right. I mean, I, it's not even sneaky, but Raiders. I mean, look, Las Vegas. My America's team's going across the country, and they suck. So I would definitely start Raiders defense against America's team, the Miami Dolphins. Um, although I love you guys, it could be a, a great day. Who knows? Get right Sunday, as I keep saying, blah, blah, blah. All right, uh, here are the rest of my defenses. Um, again, you're picking, you're, you're trying to find some miracle in any of these defenses down here. Um Looking at even football team, like, you know, that was a defense that was highly regarded this year, um, has not come out looking good at all, and they're playing at Buffalo. I do not like them at all today, um, so I would definitely stay away and find something else to put in your lineup. All right, we're going to close it out. Listen, man, I appreciate you guys waking up. I appreciate the questions, too, because, man, I needed that little break. Dr. Miller, appreciate you earlier today. That was big news for us. A um, lot of stuff going on. Big week three today. If you are um, in the car or hanging out, don't forget you can go to Unhinged Radio right after this from 8 to 9. You can hear the rest of our show from earlier this week breaking down all of Sunday's action. 
Don't forget, you can go to tssfantasy.com for all of our fun. We appreciate you guys. Enjoy your week three, and we are out. We're on a mission, Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.